uh, went to the bank, pulled our 140 grand back out of it. And then I have a prop. I used to manage them myself. Uh, now I have a property manager and for a couple reasons. Number one, people trick me into renting to them and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of get like uh, poor tenants. They're like, they have bad credit and it doesn't fall my guidelines, but they talk me into it. Um, so the property manager helps out big time there. I mean, you know, you have rentals, like you get a bad person or you can't get them out or they trash your place and it's just horrible. So I do have a property management number one for that reason. What a year 2020 was. Um, 2021 is here and I hope you're hitting the ground running. I know we are here at Dwelling. We've just got a deal on the contract. We're going to be closing on soon. Um, for those that have joined us on that deal, um, you know what I'm talking about. If you are saying, what am I talking about? Then you need to take your investing game to the next level in this year. So make sure you join the dwelling deal list, it's an exclusive deal list. Um, not only do you get access to our deals quickly, but you also get tips and tricks about you know how you can take your, your investing game to the next level this year. So if you are not on the dwelling deal list, click on the link in the show notes or just go to dwelling.com. Um, that's D-W-E-L-L-Y-N-N.com or just go to investwithola.com and just sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. Thank you so much for joining us on The Dwelling Show. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I've got a dynamic duo with us today, Brian and Chad. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm doing great. I think this is the second time I've got two guests on the show. So, yeah, second time, second time, you know. So, yeah, looking forward to it. So, yeah, let's jump right into it. Can you guys kind of tell me a little bit more about who you guys are? Um, what you've been up to and what you guys are doing lately. So maybe we'll go Brian and then we'll go Chad. Yeah, sure. So a little bit of background. We run a uh, digital marketing agency that helps real estate investors generate leads. And then we're also real estate investors ourselves. So we buy properties, uh, buy them, fix them up, pour money back out and rent them out. So we do a lot of buy and hold stuff there. So that's basically what we do. We've been doing digital marketing for like the last 15 years. And then uh, buying properties in the last uh, probably seven or eight, we kind of do hobbies as, as a hobby real estate is a hobby little, but we own like 17, 18 single families. So it's nothing like ginormous, but it's growing. Yeah, exactly what Brian said. I mean, we've been doing real estate together for years now. I've uh, been doing digital marketing, uh, buying ads on Facebook, uh, doing organic SEO, things like that for almost a decade as well. So that, that's how we drive all these leads and get all these properties. Okay. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll, um, so maybe we'll kind of, um, break the, the our conversation into kind of two parts um, of, you know, what you guys are doing from a tactical you know, perspective, you know, generating need, um, leads from your motivated leads, um, you know, business. And then we can talk about um, real estate and how the two kind of merges together. Um, so maybe Brian, maybe you can kind of help um, go through like the process of your business um, in terms of how that works in terms of motivated leads. Yeah, sure. So originally, like in the business, we got into this. We have a, a local website in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going to step back from that. We did marketing for the last 10 years. And then I wanted to get into real estate. So I slapped up a website. I'm like, hey, let me just stick, stick them up and see if we can generate our own leads versus I was buying properties from wholesalers before that. So we stuck up a website, just a little carrot website. It's nothing fancy. Started marketing it and motivated sellers were coming through like people that, hey, I just want to get rid of my house. I just inherited it. It needs too much work. and I can't, I can't afford to fix it and list it. 
uh, stuff like that. They're like, hey, if you buy this, I'll give you the discount on it. And we and if you make it real convenient, I'm just leaving all this stuff. I don't want to deal with anything. So that was great. And we're like, okay, we're saving like $10,000, $15,000 wholesale fees. That's awesome. So we started doing that, put more money into it. Uh, and then we started getting uh, partnering up with a couple of wholesalers in Pittsburgh for our excess leads. And we're sending to them and we're just splitting profits, doing joint ventures. We're like, geez, this is, this is something pretty sweet. Uh, so then we decided, okay, let's do this in other markets because we have so, so much experience in the marketing. Let's do this in other markets and help other people do the same thing. And that's kind of where, where it started at. So can I kind of zone in on that? So when you say help other people, so when you're looking to penetrate a new market, do you look for folks kind of boots on the ground to kind of replicate what you guys did in Pittsburgh? Is that kind of your, your business plan? No, you know what we're doing? I haven't found a way to replicate like the joint ventures we do in Pittsburgh because there's a lot of trust involved there and things like that. So what we do is we just allow investors in other areas to sign up with us and we do the same marketing for them under their brand as we do for us. So it's like, hey, you know what? Uh, pay us monthly. We'll set up your Facebook ads, your Google pay-per-click. We'll market your business for you and take all the knowledge that we have and you get to benefit from that. And then you just generate your own leads. You run them. You keep 100% of the profits. We don't do uh, splits or anything. And it seems to work out pretty well. Interesting. So um, when did you guys kind of make that, I guess, jump into just, you know, getting the leads and, you know, kind of connecting with wholesalers to, hey, maybe we should buy some of this and actually hold, hold on to this, as this properties. When did you guys kind of make that decision? Maybe Chad can take that. Don't want to leave him out of the conversation. No, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Brian got me into all the real estate side of things. So, so I'm happy with him running it. Um, so when did we make the decision to start giving the leads to the wholesalers, what you're saying, mm -hmm. or like make the deals with them personally here in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Like when did you guys think of like, Hey, maybe we'll keep some of this stuff in house and actually hold this property. And maybe Chad, maybe you can talk about how you got started too. And then kind of answer the question yeah. after. Yeah. So definitely how I got started was that, uh, I always ran an agency. Brian had an agency. I saw Brian was invested in real estate with all of his agency profits and he's buying these houses left and right. And I'm like, man, I like, I got to figure out something to do here. Like, how are you doing this? And um, here he's like, well, we got to buy one property cash first. And then from there you get all of your money back after you fix it up. I'm like, wait, we get all of our money back. And he's like, yeah. So, so what you do is you, you put all this money into the property and then you refinance it, get all that money back and then go buy the next property. And here, um, we, we kind of put a cycle in uh, a whole process in place where, hey, when a property jumps up in this one location where we live, let's go buy and hold it. So we go buy that property for $100,000, put $20,000, $30,000 into it, and then refinance back out of it and have, have $100,000 again to start with to go buy another property. So it just kind of compounds. So after you do one, you kind of like learn the, the ins and outs of it. And then you just keep buying, buying and buying. Uh, based on how much time you have. Uh, and you do have to put a little bit of money into it. You have to put, I mean, not a little, a decent amount. You have to be able to put like twenty to $30,000 into the property each time. But you get that initial chunk of like 100,000 back each time as well. Um, so, so we decide to buy and hold based on uh, if it's a great deal. And it's, if it's in one area, uh, this area in between our houses where, where Brian lives um, and the three bedroom, two bathroom homes that make a lot of sense that are going to build a lot of equity over time. Uh, that's how we make the decision if we want to buy and hold it, or if we want to just give the lead off to a wholesaler and let him go wholesale the property. So typically, um, you know, this is what I, I've kind of seen. Um, I, I've never done any wholesaling or even generating leads from motivated sellers, but 
usually you have a website, somebody has a pain point, they want to get rid of a property, they come into your website and then you guys do a bunch of activities and then you buy the property or you, you wholesale the property. A lot of people want to start their real estate um, investing journey in wholesaling. But, you know, is it really easy to do that, right? If I'm just out here and I'm like, hey, I, I want to get started, but I want to do wholesaling, can I just like do that? Or is it a bunch of stuff that you guys do every day? How easy is it? Yeah, you can get into, you can get into wholesaling. So if you're just getting started out, you got the choice. Hey, am I going to trade time or am I trading money? And if you don't have the money, then you're trading time. So what you got to do, you can do multiple different ways. You just go out. You're, you're mainly looking for people. You can buy their house at a deep discount and then turn around and sell that contract to an investor and, and make the spread. So you can drive for dollars, drive around looking at houses, uh, weeds are grown over, stuff like that. Look on the county website and track the owners down. You can put up bandit signs. Some counties don't let you, or some areas will, will get in trouble for that. But you can send mailers. You can telemarket. Uh, we do digital. Digital is where you're trading the money for your time. You're, we're doing the marketing for you and getting the leads. But a lot of guys, like, just start not look on Craigslist. Um, there's all kinds of different ways. you got to be creative and you got to hustle. Like, it, it's hard work. But you figure if you're getting $10,000, $15,000 a wholesale fee, you're getting paid for it. It's just that initial one, you've got to find that deal and do it right and make sure you don't make the mistake on the first one, it loses all your profits. Yeah, I don't know if that answers your question there. Yeah, it's definitely a hustle. Like you definitely have to be grinding, calling, uh, willing to fail because you might contact 200 property owners before you find one that makes the right deal for, for a wholesale deal. Um, but you just have to be willing to put in that time and that work, but it will pay off once you get the system refined and everything. Then you save that profit and then go buy your buy and hold properties. Once you do five, 10, 15 deals on a wholesale basis. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably a good segue. Were you going to say something, Brian? No, no. He, yeah. You guys covered it pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think a good segue is kind of systems, right? So you guys have got a pretty solid system. You know, how would you kind of break down the different channels that you get your leads from? Are you getting a lot of the leads from online and then from online from Facebook or online website? Like what is, I'm just kind of curious, what is that breakdown in terms of um, inbound lead? We work with about like 120 some investors now um, nationwide. And the majority of our guys and, and us ourselves, we 100% get our leads digitally. Um, online from platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Google, um, pay-per-click. Um, so running ads out there for people to click on, come to our website, fill out a form, say, hey, I want to sell my house. Uh, here's some information on my house. And then we contact them. Um, and that's what Brian was talking about, trading money for time. We don't have the time with our business from a day-to-day -day standpoint to be cold calling, texting, trying to find all these houses. So what we do is we spend money on advertising anywhere from 50 to a hundred dollars a day um, and go about it that way. Wow. Fascinating. I really, really like that. Um, so you guys have, you've got this pretty solid system on the, you know, motivated lead side. Um, but then how does, so this is the second phase of our conversation here. How does your buy and hold business look? I mean, is that just pretty on autopilot for the most part? Are you guys still doing a bunch of rehabs and are you guys you know collecting rents like what does that look like in contrast to your kind of your your business yeah sure so here's how it works we're actually closing our property next week um i'll tell you we just did one we just finished up and rented it out we've got a property 100 grand we put forty thousand into it so we've got one hundred forty thousand into a total uh we appraised they got it appraised for the bank it was it appraised at two 
215. So we got what, like 75 grand profit there. Uh, went to the bank, pulled our 140 grand back out of it. And then I have a prop. I used to manage them myself. Uh, now I have a property manager it, for a couple reasons. Number one, people trick me into renting to them and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of get like uh, poor tenants. They're like, they have bad credit and it doesn't fall my guidelines, but they talk me into it. Um, so the property manager helps out big time there. I mean, you know, you have rentals, like you get a bad person or you can't get them out or they trash your place and it's just horrible. So I do have a property management number one for that reason alone. Uh, but also they collect the rents, they handle the maintenance. Uh, so we pretty much front load it once we, and we manage the whole rehab. And then once that rehab's done though, then I've passed the pocket and we're pretty much good. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty much uh, passive by then. Awesome. So I, you, you guys have got this pretty amazing business, like motivated leads. And then you're obviously just running your, your real estate business, investing business on the side as well. I'm kind of, you know, with the property management company helping you out. Um, what is kind of the, the future, you know, for your brand and, you know, how can people actually leverage and, and benefit from the system that you've created? Want to run that, Chad? Yeah, so benefit from the system that we've created. Um, I mean, it is like kind of a pay-to-play uh, platform. So you have to be able to like invest $1,500, $3,000, dollars a month um, to really like set up a system from a digital aspect to drive these leads. But there's so many training videos, so many things out there that you can tempt this on yourself. It is very tough to like, hey, learn digital advertising. I've been doing it for 10 years and I'm still learning something new every day. Um, but if you put the time in and, and set it up properly and watch all these YouTube videos, everything that's out there, you can see how, how to test Facebook advertising or Google in your local area and try it for yourself to autopilot a little bit. Um, but you definitely just got to get some reps under your belt first. Um, like you said, wholesaling or getting new in the real estate. If you have the money um, and you can buy a property from a wholesaler, uh, go buy a property from a wholesaler. And it's usually a good deal for you. You might have to give them five or 10 grand. Uh, but from an investment standpoint, it makes a lot of sense for you and get your feet wet. Uh, go through a rehab, see how tough it is. Um, and, and then go refinance and go get your next property and just compound. Be patient with it. Can't rush because that, that's when you make mistakes. And, and it, is a, it does take a while um, to get going. But uh, if you're patient with it, it'll definitely pay off. Yeah, so maybe talk to me through a little bit, you know, if there's somebody listening and thinking, wow, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I don't want to go bang my head on the proverbial wall trying to figure all this stuff out when you guys already do this every day. Um, what does that look like? Let's say I engage your, your, your company and, you know, pay whatever, 1500 2000 whatever, you, you know, the fee is. What does that look like? Uh, yeah. So for us, um, if you come to us and you're like, Hey, this is my area. We ask you like, where, where do you want to get leads for houses from? Is it in a city? Is it in a County? Or are you going to cover the whole entire state? Based on that, you come to us. Um, we do charge a minimum $1,500 management fee, uh, but we will set up a whole entire website for you. We will build your brand logo, um, set up all the Facebook ads, all the Google ads, everything for you. And then we'll drive the leads to your website. Uh, you do have to pay ad spend as well, which you're paying directly to like a Facebook or Google platform. You hook your credit card up to, you gotta be willing to spend a thousand to $2,000 a month there as well. Um, but we, we manage all the ad buying, everything for you. The leads come through your website. And the only thing that you have to do is call these leads, set up appointments and go meet them at the house and see if it makes sense from you from an investment standpoint. 
So it's, it's a done for you turnkey solution, um, but, it, but it does cost money, but, but it is very, very effective. Most of our um, guys are paying, I would say minimum like $3,000 a month all in with ad spend and management, but they're getting a deal a month and, and a minimum deal for them. I mean, from a wholesale perspective, it might be 10 grand from an investment perspective could be upwards of $100,000. So that return on your money is kind of unreal. Um, and we have guys at scale and just and just keep compounding and growing their business through us. And how long does that process take of, you know, getting to, you know, kind of setting, setting, setting a, a, a potential new wholesaler up to actually getting a first deal? Because there's kind of a ramp up um, phase, even though, you know, you guys already have all the systems. How long do you think it would take? from the, the, the very first little website launches to getting their first deal based on your experience? Brian, you want to take that? Yes. Yeah, so the way it works is, say, say you told us that, oh, you're like, hey, Brian, let's do it. Like, okay, we send you a form. You fill out, give us all your information. Uh, once we get that back, we start designing ads. We start writing your ad text. And we usually will have you launched within 10 days. After that, depending on how competitive the market is, we're paying to be there. Like we're paying Facebook or we're paying Google uh, so on Facebook and Google, we're usually seeing leads fairly quickly just because we're paying ad spend to push out our ads. SEO is a, another whole other animal. SEO, you might be waiting like four months to get leads. But once you get them, there's a high return on investment because you're not paying to be there. But Facebook and Google, I, I usually see leads coming in within the first week. It's going to be slow in the first month because things need to optimize. We're testing ads, testing uh, creatives, all that kind of stuff. But you're still getting leads. The cost per lead might be higher than we like. Um, but yeah, it's not like you're waiting three months to start getting any action. It's pretty quick on the paid, paid marketing side. Fantastic. Wow. This is really fascinating stuff. I'm sure people listening in um, might be thinking the same as well. Really appreciate it. We're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick rounds. These are going to be quick questions, quick answers. You ready, sir? Ready. All right. So I'm going to go, I'm going to do Brian and then Chad, right? So the very first question, what makes you, Brian, unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or the next girl? So Brian, you go first and then Chad, you go next and answer the um, same question. So on the personal side, what makes me unique? I drive super hard and I, I push really, uh, I push myself hard and I push myself, I, I'm not scared to fail. So I, um, I'd say my bullheadedness and stubbornness in uh, work ethic probably puts me different than most people just because um, I'll wake up three, four in the morning. I'll work till 9 p.m. at night if we need to. Like stuff like that. Um, you just do whatever you need to do to accomplish the goal. And I fixate on that goal and just try to focus it to get there. And that's not just one day a week. Brian wakes up and works that seven days a week. And I, I kid you not. Welcome, welcome to the club, Brian. Welcome to the club. Right? He's waking up. <laughs> yeah, so Chad, yeah, same, same question here. Uh, it's the same thing. I, I mean, we both are, are super hard workers, but um, I, I think like thinking bigger, thinking outside the box, um, just from like, hey, like this is cool where we're at, but how can we go bigger? Like, how can we scale this bigger than where we're at? Or how can I be better? How I tell myself a lot of times, like I never want to be average. Like, I just, anything I do from working out, from business, from life, like if the average person is doing this, then I don't want to do it. Like they say you should drink one gallon of water a day. I try to drink two. I'm just always trying to be better. Awesome. Um, I'm sure you guys have got fantastic answers to the second question. What was the last book that you read? 
and what was the one thing that you picked up from that book? For for those who are listening to this, the reason I said that is if you go on YouTube and you see this video, Brian and Chad, they have their background is just full of books. I mean, I've got my books at home, not yet in the office, but yeah, so I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an, an avid reader, so yeah. Yeah, if I had to talk about one book, it would be Richest Man of Babylon. Um, and there's one specific page in that book, it's called The Five Laws of Gold. That is the one book in the one page I would recommend everyone read. It will make you avoid losing money and it will make you a lot of money. But the one book for me that I read every single day is called The Daily Stoic. It's uh, the journal entries of Marcus Aurelius. Um, and it just talks a lot about like patience, wisdom, and, and how to think like, think, make all of your decisions from taking a step back, being very patient, thinking them through. Um, and, and just get your mindset right for the day. So every single morning, I uh, read a page from that book, one of the journal entries, and it's a great way to start my day. Oh man, I, you know, I love Marcus Aurelius, right? I don't know if you've read Meditations. Um, that's one of my favorite. Oh, you gotta. Um, one of my favorites. And I love the fact that there's a, a journal from him and then you can just read that every day. I'm, I'm buying that today. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Every day, it's dated every single day. So you mm. just follow it. Every year, you just keep repeating to like just instill it in yourself. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I gotta get that. Um, final question: You guys are busy running your businesses, um, you know, spending time with family. What do you do for fun? Yeah, so what I do for fun, um, I have a family, so I'm always trying to find that balance. We do a lot of camping, so I'll work real hard during the week, especially when it's nice. We're here in Pittsburgh, uh, and then I'll usually take off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Try to shut my phone off and spend time with the family. And then I also uh, barbecue a lot. So I, I really like barbecue and I got one of the big green eggs and I spent a lot of time uh, trying to perfect and make the best meals. Brian doesn't take off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He's just, he's, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about over there. He's out of it today. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, on my side, what I do on my side, um, I, I love to work out. I love to uh, golf. Um, so, so I work out, I golf um, and read what I like to do and listen to podcasts in my free time to really unwind and get away from things. Awesome. Really, really um, appreciate that. Really, really appreciate you guys. And um, if there's anyone listening thinking, wow, these guys are superb, like I think that you guys are, how can people reach out, get to know you guys, get connected with you guys, maybe even partner with you guys? Yeah, sure. They can just go onto our website, motivated-leads.com. You want to chat? We got a phone number on there or just uh, fill out a form and we can, we can talk. Perfect. I appreciate you guys again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having us. You may have heard the phrase, there are a thousand ways to make a thousand dollars in real estate. Well, now you can actually tune into the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast with over a thousand, believe it, or a thousand podcasts and still going. The best real estate investing advice ever show is hosted by a very good friend of mine, Joe Fellers. Joe talks to influential thought leaders. We share the best advice ever with none of the fluff. You've got to check this stuff out. So listen and subscribe at bestevershow.com. That's bestevershow.com.